What's up? This is Opus the Dopest, and you're listening to the House of Noise. Welcome to House, House of, of Noise. Noise. House of 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 noise. Hi. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello there. So uh, today's show or episode, episode interview that we did, yep. uh, we talked to Opus from Dead by Wednesday. You also might know him from. He's played with David Ellefson. Well, as I say, he's done the Earth Tribute Band. Yeah, and um, Gargantua Soul. Yes. Yes. So he has been in the business since the age of thirteen. He yes. said he booked his yeah, first booked show his first at 13. Show. 13, that just blows my mind. God, we went over a um, lot in this interview. He, I he, love, talked, he uh, is a very... He's very passionate He's man. Italian. Yes. He's very passionate. And he's, I he's think Italian spoke, is the perfect yeah, way to he, explain he it. He is. Um, he's very strong, in his, which is cool. I'm, I mean, my brother-in-law is Italian, so, you know, they just, they're very, like, matter-of-fact, and this is how yep. I feel, and, you know... If you don't like it, oh well, and this is me, and deal with it. So, but no, he's a sweetheart. I love him in pieces. I'm looking forward to when they, you know, when things do go back to some type of normal, not the normal before, but the normal, the new normal, I should say. Right. Um, and they make it out here to Michigan and come see us because I want to have a chance to actually chat with them this time. I loved having this conversation with him, though. Just hearing about all of his acoustic stuff, obviously. How he like ran into Michael Lago. How he ran into Michael Lago. How he's met so many people doing what he does. His rise and fall in Gargantua Soul. Yeah. I mean, how quickly that comes and goes mm-hmm. when you're not, you know, aware of it, basically. And yeah. you know, you think you're on top of the world, and next yeah. thing you know, it's all gone. Yeah, but um, uh, he, like he said, he's a hustler. Mm-hmm. Keeps working. Uh, and his son, like being as young as he is, and like like his how son smart as is, smart as a whip and creative. It just blows my mind. I, I liked talking about. Mm, he, his, started, he was talking about his grandpa and grandma. Yeah, I mean, I found that super interesting. Yeah, it was very. This is like we really. I think we really got to know him this time. Yes. Like saw a different, saw another side of Opus, which was very a very interesting side. Um, and his, he mentioned his uh, girlfriend who has like a master's degree and has a writer and she has a book, Diluted Reality, yep, um, I out guess there. she writes for articles for different magazines. Yeah, too, she's so. like amazing. And so I'm not surprised her, you know, Her I'm not surprised. Her brother Alexa. Come on. Right. It's like, I'm not surprised. We're finding out all kinds of shit. How like advanced their son is, you know, and he's still managing Mark. So that's yeah. cool. But let's not give too much of the interview away because it was amazing. I think we just gave the whole thing away. You no, don't even have to listen to the episode, just, so uh, thank well, you for listening no, and no, uh, no, go on to the next no, one. They have to Bye. listen to the episode because of our, our also they're going to find out what expert we talked to and what they had to say on a topic. So mm, Expert you, know? you say. Yeah, expert you say. Mm. So you always want to listen because at the end of our interviews... We have our expert and their take on things, and you never know who that's going to be. You can't see it, but we're air quoting. We are (laughs) expert, but can't see it. Ah, so all right, all right. Enjoy this episode. You better enjoy this episode. Bye. Hello. Hello. What's happening? Not much. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm literally in the uh, 
my office, the band room, uh, filling out orders as we speak. I've been doing it for like three, four hours. It's been super awesome, the response lately. So That's amazing. Yeah, man, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, we were we were looking at we were thinking about getting a Dead by Wednesday mask. Yeah, do it up, man. Yeah. I have I have the t-shirt already, so it would go perfect with the t-shirt. Yeah. Dope. That's be that'd be dope. How you doing? Everything good? Yeah. Yeah. Surviving. Surviving. I don't I would say we're not going to the extents that I've seen you go to though, because you guys are wiping down groceries and like the whole nine yards. Well, yeah, I mean my girl my girl is like super anal and she wants to my the problem is is that I normally wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. but um my cousin has a terminally ill uh, child. Okay. And okay. Uh, unfortunately, and and we like to he has she he also has another child who's okay, and um, Orion likes to play with that boy, mm-hmm. and and so you know like if we if we're not careful, then on Sundays. And whenever we get, we you know, we're around and we want to hang out with them, we we can't. And it just, it's, so it's like, it's like, it's out of respect for more so for them and, and to allow my son to have someone to play with. Because honestly, all this isolation is just fucking, it's not good for a little kid's mental health. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, your, son, your son's a little badass, by the way. I love seeing all the that, videos you post. Thank you, man. <laughs> I like the video that he made. Well, you oh, guys yeah, were a superhero and supervillain. Oh yeah, he's he's writing his second script now. <laughs> he's writing the one, the continued version of when they go to the battle in space because that ended in space. Remember? Oh yeah. He was doing that today with with uh, with Jess. It's pretty funny. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's really he's very creative, and I love every second of it. Yeah. How old is he? He's six years old. Oh wow. Yeah. But not, he's on a. He uh, he reads and writes on a third grade level, oh, maybe even true. higher. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. That's definitely not for me. <laughs> it's kind I mean, of... I'm more I'm more the creative, street smart guy. Guy, right. she's a she's got a she's got a master's in English and she's a writer. She she writes for you know she used to she write a couple books and uh, you know she does uh, she writes for other magazines and stuff like that. She's been doing it forever. So. Wow. Well. Quickly, let's plug your girlfriend's books. What books has she written? Yeah. All right. She wrote uh, Diluted Reality. It's actually, listen, I'm not, between you and I personally, I, I'm not a huge reader. I coasted through high school without really reading much. And I'm not really, I find it, although I read a lot with the online and do a lot of research and I Google things and I, and I do a lot of uh, reading non-intentionally. I'm not one of those guys to sit down and freaking read a novel for fun. And and a lot of times when I was a kid, I would fall asleep halfway through it. Yep, really? Same here. I'm the same now, way. Now, now it's not because I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant, but it's because <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I'm always rather like listen to a song or play it, write a song or, or do something like that. But um, once, you know, when I first met her, she gave me this, this book and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. And I read it while I was on tour. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, a book hasn't captivated, not just because I'm with her, but a book has not captivated me for a, any amount of time for God knows how long. And it it was it was easy to read. It wasn't something that I had to force myself to. It just, I wanted to continue it. And uh, and that says something, for especially coming from me. me right. Meaning, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I really don't, I'm not really into it. So I did that. And uh, honestly, it was probably it was. It's really, 
it's pretty warped. It's got a really dark, um, creepy side to it. Ooh. And uh, and but it's also very interesting. And what's fucking I funny and ironic about it is that before she even met me, there was a character in the book that basically had a blonde mohawk and looked just like me. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Like if, like if she were to like if she she said that she basically said to me one time that if, if she were to like characterize the person that was in the book, it would probably be me. That is hilarious. That is cool. We can totally cool. relate because she's the book reader and I like to joke that I'm illiterate. Yeah. But she I always yells at she always yells at me. She's like, you're not illiterate. I'm like, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I just can't get into books. I can't sit down and read. No, I hear you. And it's funny because she said the same thing to me. She's like, I'm like, I'm like, nah, I downplay myself. She's like, no, you're smarter than you think. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, probably probably so. But honestly, I just there's a difference between uh, book smart and and you know basically other ways of being smart you know right. yeah we just call it street smart and street yeah. smart but also but also mathematical I mean even music is very mathematical you know yeah oh yeah for sure so, yeah music I don't even real I don't even realize it's funny because I don't even realize it and I'm like oh wow I guess I am kind of mathematical you know yeah, yeah don't don't sell, don't sell yourself short yeah exactly uh, no I hear you <laughs> oh. hey. I have a question for you. Um, yes, yes. Michael Alago, um, how do you know him? Because we actually got to interview him, and he's, I got actually, speaking of books, I got his book, which is really good, but I saw he got credited for uh, the pictures. Yeah, oh, well, it's funny. <clears throat> you know, obviously, Michael is responsible for Metallica, or one of the mm -hmm. guys responsible for Metallica, besides Johnny mm -hmm. Lee. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he was always someone that I always, like, kind of heard the name going around and never really never really knew him or sure who the hell he was, yeah. but, but, I, but I always, I always heard the name just like I heard Johnny Z and this guy and that guy and Rick Rubin and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then I guess I'm not really sure when it happened, but, um, I still, you know, obviously when I started playing with Ellison, mm. uh, a lot of these old school casts, you know, they, they're, they're, they just come around, you know, right. they start, they start, they start coming around. And so I'm, I'm basically, I see him online and I reach out to him and, uh, he, you know, he, he's a funky dude. He's got a very strange, <laughs> yeah. per, he's got a very strange personality and, and, and but he's a really nice guy, mm -hmm. super sweet. Yep. And I couldn't, I couldn't tell if he was hitting on me <laughs> or, or if he was just being nice. And, and so it was very awkward, but, but we became, but we became friends, uh, online and then and then after a while he said well i'm going to come to the, the show is to meet you mm -hmm. so he came down to the flotsam show mm -hmm. uh that we played yeah. gramercy yeah. gramercy in new york and uh I, but part of the tour and i got to meet him and then also uh, i think one time ellison he came out in jersey maybe so you know i got we basically just slowly became uh you know not i wouldn't say good friends but but acquaintances mm -hmm. and uh and then one day at the show, um, he, he, you know, he takes photos of people yep. and, uh, and, you know, and he basically asked me if he could shoot me. And I said, you know, again, I wasn't sure if he was hitting on me <laughs> or, or if he was just trying to be nice. Right, so, right. so I was like, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not scared, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he's a big name guy, you know, if, if, if a 20 bucks is 20 bucks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. 
No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't really say that. You no, know, I would say. <laughs> I would say the Michael Lago twenty thirty years ago definitely would have been bucks, definitely definitely yeah. would would have been hitting on you for right, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so, so I, well, I didn't even know anything at the time, that, but I, I figured it out quickly that he yeah. was that he was you know he was gay. Oh yeah. But what? But whatever. Like I said, I don't judge. Yeah. The fuck. And um, so it was all good. And and so he took my picture. And uh, I don't know if we expected something to happen afterwards, but we're, we were like, but I was like, okay, thank you very much. And I just kind of like, like walked out and went and go play my show. And, yeah. and, and then I got, and we had a, you know, we were cool. We had a great conversation. Um, you know, I obviously, I asked, I asked him if you, if he was still in the business and, and what he was doing and blah, blah, blah. And basically, no, he, you know, he's kind of like chilled out since then. He's just kind of telling his story and uh, that's pretty much, and that's pretty much it. And, and that, and, uh, we just kind of hit it off and became kind of friends and, and, but he took that shot and literally without even trying that dude took one of the best artsy shots of my career, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? So he has something in, in, in that, in that rain, uh, in that eye, he has an eye for like yes. photography and he didn't even realize it. And not just for me, I see a lot of other photos that are, you know, of, uh, of, uh, Doyle and a bunch of other guys that, that look amazing. And so I use it all the time. He gave it to me and I credit him and it, it actually helps, uh, get attention because people say Michael Alago, what the fuck, you know? Right, right. So it's really cool, man. And I actually, that leads me into this project. I mean, I did not expect to even get any, attention on it never mind the amount of uh publicity and and uh, and affection that i'm getting for this acoustic thing that i'm doing which is really weird you know i didn't expect it at all yeah. I, I just it really is really throwing me for for a loop and and taking you know i'm taking a left turn because i, I you know i've always dabbled in in songwriting obviously i write a lot of our songs i wrote mm-hmm. most of you and die mm-hmm. i wrote manimal uh, a lot of the a lot of the songs that that uh, sound like they started off on an acoustic guitar first and then got transferred over to electric, right. I ended up writing a lot of those riffs, and I, I and that's why I learned how to write. Is I've always had great guitar players in all my bands, and I sort of just learned from why I learned from watching you, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and I just picked it up and I and I dabbled and just made myself play and then got better and better and better, just like I did with the drums. Uh, and then I learned a little bit of knowledge and, and now I do everything I mostly, I do is sort of from ear, but I, I'm good at mimicking. I can like look at a YouTube thing and figure it out, you know, pretty quickly. Um, and, um, and that's kind of, so I started doing the acoustic thing for a while. I wrote a bunch of songs. I had a couple of albums I did, um, did, really didn't do much. I wasn't really into it. I felt like, um, I, I like playing guitar, but I like doing more showcase type shows. Mm-hmm. Like, like the show that I played with, with, um, with uh, Candlebox was more of a show, an acoustic Candlebox show. Mm-hmm. They were, they were there. People wanted to enjoy music. Most of the time, it's acoustic shows. You're like a radio background music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I and I hated that. Yeah. So I just like you know what? That's the way it's going to be. I'd rather just focus on my drums. Fuck this shit. I'm going to fucking when I come out and play my drums, people fucking listen, and they have mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I stopped for a long time, and I kind of just got discouraged and and um, just went a different direction. And that's when this whole thing happened. I hooked up with Ellison, and I started doing you know a lot of bigger shows, and then DBW started taking off. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of put it in the back burner. Then this pandemic hits, mm-hmm. this, the COVID nineteen. Yeah. Now I'm sitting. Now I'm sitting around. I'm depressed. I'm like, this fucking sucks. This is supposed to be the biggest 
year of my career, yeah. 2020, I had a twisted tour lined up with Dead by Wednesday in the U.S. I had yep. I was supposed to be in Japan right now yeah. with Ellison playing three bunch of festivals with with uh, Chris Paul and David mm. in Japan. Yep. And then I have I have a bunch of festivals with DBW in the summer that got canceled, and now my European uh, show Earth, tour tour for my Sabbath tribute band Earth is in jeopardy but but it's still it's still well, it's, on it's, it's, right? yeah. well it's in september so yeah it's still on but it's it's in jeopardy we'll see what happens hopefully it, they keep it on it's, tickets are still selling so yeah. so it should be okay but we'll see what happens but anyway so basically in a long in a in a long sh- in, in, a, in the short of it is like all this shit fucking happens and now i'm like the, the, sitting in the corner of the press like what the fuck am i gonna right. do here and i'm like I'm like annoyed and like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck, I'm not going to do shit. And my girl's bait, my girl basically was like, dude, you better pick up your big boy, big boy pants. And, and it's like, kind of, right. kind of slapped me in the head and he was like, listen, you need to figure out a new way. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I kind of just like, it kind of just like snapped one day in my brain. And, and all of a sudden now she's annoyed because I'm going the opposite direction, you know? <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like literally I spend, you know, all day and night in the studio. I'm, I'm already, I'm, a, I'm like weeks ahead of the game, and I started like basically just picking all these cover songs that I, I knew, and that I wanted to learn for a long time. I never had time to learn, and I sat down and I learned them, and I'm having fun. I'm remaking them in my studio the way I want to do it by myself because you have to do it, but you can't be, you have to be by yourself right now. Right. And I thought I picked up the guitar again and I can't really record, um, like full band heavy stuff here mm-hmm. because it's not, it's not that kind of studio. It's more of like a smaller, uh, studio space where we rehearse, but I can record like some stuff, but not as, not as, 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 as elaborate as like a full, like what we do with DBW. Right. Um, so I learned how to, I've honed the skills of, of acoustic or song uh, recording and like other kind of stuff here, video stuff um, here. And I do it all on an iPhone with iMovie and GarageBand. And nice. none of, none of it is um, super pro, but it's, I make it sound pro and then I send it off to my producer, Nikki, who has all that stuff. And he doctors it up and he, um, he masters it and he makes it sound like it could have been recorded at a big studio. Okay. Um, so, so it's, it's really interesting because I'm doing it all for free on my own. Um, and basically just paying like very small amounts to get it like, uh, douche, douched up in the end, like mastered basically. Um, and, and so it really is going some fruitful, I guess, endeavors here because basically I started doing it. And I would put up like a weekly, I started learning how to do video stuff for my drum playthroughs. I was getting better and better. And I, I basically transferred that over to the guitar and I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do these, these songs I might as well throw together like little guitar playthrough, uh, playthroughs for it. So I put, I would, I would like do one and then it came out pretty good and I, and I'm getting good at timing and everything with the videos. So now I'm like, now I'm learning how to do like, even more stuff where I could do split screen, like a mother and like, and like, yeah, like feet cams for the drums, like for a a little box and like all these like fancy things that I never, I'm teaching my, so basically in a nutshell, this virus allowed me to pick up my passion again for guitar playing and songwriting, Mm -hmm. not just drumming, but also 
I learned how to, I learned more on, on how to record. I learned more about shooting and, and editing video and forcing my, by forcing myself to have to do it because I don't have people that could do it for me when you're stuck alone here. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then on top of it, I started thinking, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to dabble into, I never really set up a web store. Like we've always had like, like EMP kind of sold stuff for us. And the other label sold that we were on sold stuff for us. I had a couple things up here and there, but I never had a time again. I was always touring to sit down and fucking revamp and restock our fucking web store. Right. So, so I sat down and again, me sit, doing myself, I real I learned how all the programs and I fucking went nuts for like weeks and just got it up and running where literally dude without even trying it's like selling itself now because like i'm on my second batch of merchandise and i've i have hardly marketed or promoted anything i just put it out on social media with content and that's what i mean by what i'm more busy now because it's all about content the more crap not crap. It has to be good. Right, but the right. more, but the more stuff, the more content you, songs you put up there, videos you do, playthroughs, mm-hmm. promo video stuff, anything you could do, it gets people interested and and kind of you start going down that clickbait. You know, you click one mm-hmm. thing and then you go, oh, well maybe I'll check out this thing, and you go to the next thing, and then next thing you know, like, oh, I kind of like this. Oh, wait a minute, look at this shirt design. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna get. It. I like Wednesday, Wednesday Adams. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say that you know I'm making a million bucks. But I'm 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 learning how to do things differently and effectively and successfully throughout this pandemic that I would never be able to do if I was always on the road touring and basically trying to everyone you know fight for the next tour or fight for the next show or or whatever it may be. It allowed everyone to kind of sit down and say, "Listen, take a breather. You need to fucking focus on some shit that you don't have time to do." And even home improvement stuff. I mean, I've been doing a lot of, I mean, I revamped my entire drum set. Right. I fucking, I bought parts that I needed because my shit was falling apart from the tours and I pulled it all apart and I put it all back together again. So it's ready to go. I organized all the merch because of the merch, because I'm starting to sell stuff. So I have to have everything organized to fucking be able to do it properly. Um, I've been doing more interviews like this, more podcasts, more, you know, so it's, I'm trying to make a positive out of a negative situation. Which, which still to this day bums me out because, I, you know, when things like that happen, I mean, Allison might not be able to do Japan now because yeah. he has negative shit or whatever. Yeah. So, so I might, I might, have, it's like a toy in a kid, a kid in a candy shop. It's like, oh, here you go. Oh no, you don't take it yeah. away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I'm really happy I got my uh, Dead by Wednesday album signed and everything yeah. from you guys when you first got them. Yeah, man, hell yeah. We're very, we're low. We're on like the last box. We okay. got a, we got a bunch. We, we had like, I think we only bought like a hundred or something. Right. So you've been writing new music. Is that for Dead by Wednesday or oh. is that for just your personal well, that's, stuff or? No, that's, that, that's just, that's the thing. That's just info on the solo stuff. Now moving, moving on to other stuff at the same time that I'm working yeah. on, we can't jam obviously, right. but we're also every Thursday we do a Zoom yes. with Dead by Wednesday. Yes. And um and 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 basically the the whole face mask idea came from a powwow amongst the band members. Mm. So we were ahead of the curve. Like we the reason why we sold so many 
Yes, the design is great, and people, and it's cool. People, that shirt sells itself, and it's mm-hmm. the same design as the shirt. Yada yada yada. Of course, you have to have a good design for people to want it. Right. But because we were ahead of the curve as far as now, every no, I'm not trying to sound like a dickhead, but it's the truth. Now everyone and their grandmother is making face masks. Mm-hmm. But before, you know what I'm saying. Right. So now, before it was passe. I mean, we might have we might have now we might have been plateauing. We're probably not going to you know, sell a shitload more. Mm-hmm. But then we sold a, a lot of them and made an impact early on before it was passe. Because again, we for just from sitting down and and brainstorming as a band every week. And whether or not we're get, getting together, and uh, we just said, "Hey, we should make those because you know what? Even if we don't sell them, they're going to be on our merch table. It's a whole new way of life now. We could have them on our merch table, sell a little bit of time, whatever." We made them. We sold through the first batch. We're on to the second batch, and I'll be surprised if we don't have to order a third one when we if we have to go back on the road again. You know? Yeah, I think that is going to be part of the new normal in society is people wearing face masks. So, definitely. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then and then on top of that, um, but we also you know like I said we we've been we had uh, a few songs of demos already written with Dave Sharp. Me and Dave mm-hmm. basically wrote. A, a few songs for Dead by Wednesday prior to this whole thing happening. We were able to luckily get some uh, basic tracks done at, at our producer, at Nikki's, our place in the, here, where um, we did all our stuff. And I have like, I want to say two, no, three finished drum takes with rough guitars. So as soon as this stuff's over, we're going to have um, three tracks pretty much ready to go where we're going to slowly put out you know one after the other uh we did a remake of the old school song pawns and did a 2020 version of it with heavier production drop c tuning the way we play it live um and then we have two new ones that we have that are really really awesome matter of fact one of them we even have vocals on already and i'm blown away by by the by the song and i'm like in shock by it because i i just I really, because you know what happened with Rob and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Rob's not in the, band, in the band anymore. No. Oh yeah, Rob. Rob, Rob uh, left uh, before this whole thing happened. He actually, it actually worked out to his advantage. But he had a offer that he couldn't refuse, and uh, we we actually parted very amicably. It was, it was we're still brothers. I mean, we're like Rob's still a part of this family. He's still like, for example, I, I sent him a. A couple of face masks and a, and a one of these flags, and I'm going. He's still going to be on Pawns 2020, and he's still. Gonna, we're still going to do a show. We were supposed to do uh, a couple of shows with him before this happened, and then he got screwed because of the virus. Right. Um, but but we have yeah, we actually um, already have enlisted a, a a guy who's amazing, and he this is his first debut with us, and he sent me uh, the demo of it and. <sighs> I, I, I've never in, in many, many, listen, I, I, Rob is great. So I'm not going to discredit Rob. Rob is a natural, Rob, Rob is a natural, a naturally amazing, uh, singer as far as like, he has natural ability to, to carry a tune and, and, and write melody. And he's got a great fucking voice and great spirit. Did nothing wrong with the dude except he just couldn't do what we do as far as the whole lifestyle and touring anymore. He had, he had something going on where he couldn't say no to it. And it was like a life changer of an opportunity. So when that comes about, you know, 
and and they're and you're honest with me and you're upfront and you talk to me about it like a man, I'm gonna understand. It's it's the weasels that kind of just leave you hanging and and just and don't don't follow through on their obligations and do it like sneakily and and shitty, shittily, if you can say that. Shittily. <laughs> yeah, shittily. Um, those <laughs> Those are the guys that I just, you know, you're like, okay, just fuck you, you know. Yeah, yeah, Rob's, exactly. always a, Rob's a part of the family forever, and 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 I and I and I say that wholeheartedly. So anyway, you'll even see appearances from not here and there. It's kind of like that kill switch thing with Howard, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and Jesse. It's like that's how I feel about it. Yeah. They might even get on a track together. But anyway, nice. the new the new dude's incredible, and uh, and he's 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 I, I don't want to say he's a little more metal because. Rob was was very he liked to sing more so than anything else, even though he has a great scream, which is cool. And I like that, too. Uh, but this dude definitely comes from more of a metal background. And um, and it's it's so when he sent me the tune, I did not expect to get it's been a long time since I got like, you know, when your hair goes up on the back of your neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you hear something for the first time yes. and you're like, wow, this that's. This is me. This is this guy singing over my stuff. Like, whoa. And I got that with this new track. And uh, it's and it's not even done. It's a demo. It's like him just throwing rough to, to, to think about what it's going to sound like when it's done with our producer. Uh, you know, after all said and done, mixed, mastered. I'm like, what? People are going to fucking shit their fucking pants. So what did you, you say? Know? He's got like yeah. a deeper tone or just a, just a different style yeah he's got he's got a deeper he's got well he's got it's like the okay it's like the opposite okay (laughs) rob rob had a amazing singing voice and he i don't want to say he struggled on the on the screams but he wasn't a natural screamer he learned he learned to he learned to do that you know Mm -hmm. this dude it's like the opposite his singing voice is amazing when he's singing his own stuff when he mimics Rob, it's not Rob, but it's damn good. Yeah. And it's damn close and it's damn close. But that's like anybody that does anyone else's stuff. Right. That even Rob would even Rob would live again was like that. With like because Brian Fair's track was like that was our with, with us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with other songs like that, where this guy actually sounds a little better because he mimics the album a little better. You know what I mean? He yeah. Rob kind of Rob trying to make it his own. This dude was just trying to mimic, like I do with the Sabbath stuff. He's just trying to mimic, a, a, basically a cover song in his eyes because that's what it is, and it, to him, you know what I mean. Um, but when he sings his own stuff, his voice is amazing. But he has he has more of a natural growl. Mm-hmm. His his scream okay. is just is effortless. Put it that way. Yeah. All right. You know I gotcha. I mean? Yep. Yeah. 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 I gotta yeah. say, I was super bummed to hear that the tour, all your, like, I was seeing your posts about, you know, I just got this email, I just got this email, like, this is getting, oh, yeah. I was like, I always felt so bad for you, but, you know, I know things are gonna turn around, when things start coming back, then I know you guys are gonna get back on tour, but I think really think this pandemic is gonna, it's gonna make and break a lot of bands. Absolutely, if you're not strong enough to, to prevail and, and see through it, you know, unfortunately, I don't know what's going to, you know, I know Dead by Wednesday is going to be end up being more of my main focus. Um, I I do still manage Mark Rizzo's solo career mm, from Soulfly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I'm picking up a new artist. Um, not They're not new. They're actually not new at all. They were on MCA Records and they're really, really big um, in my eyes. They're one of the they're one of the most innovative um, 
metal bands of the 90s and even 2000s, I think. I'm not sure if they were around then. But um, I can't say anything yet, but it's it's pretty much like 99.9% where I'm going to be um, booking and managing a, a, this band as well as Rizzo and then just focusing on Dead by Wednesday and Earth. And obviously, if Ellison calls me here and there to play, I'll play. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not going to say no to that. But honestly, I have to start thinking about, you know, you know, Opus and Dead by Wednesday and Dead by Wednesday and Opus, not right. not everybody else. And it's not a diss on anybody else. It's just it's like this this time alone made me really realize time is running out and I could either spend it wisely or I could spend it doing all this other stuff and and not ever really. You know, like you have to have like a laser beam mentality sometimes. Yeah. You know, basically oh, yeah. splitting yourself in a million different places instead of yeah putting all I mean, your focus I mean, into one. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I know that they, the Tom and, and David, they released something with the guys in Italy, so that is, I think, is going to be more their priority uh, moving forward anyway. But I'm sure that if it's in the U, we're more like the U.S. touring band, mm. and those guys and those guys are like the European. Ellis and Tory Man. Gotcha. So, like, most of the stuff is probably going to be out of the country. So, I'm sure if the U.S. stuff happens, we'll get called. Or, or if those guys aren't available and they, and they can't make it, uh, if someone can't make it, that one of us will get called. I'm sure to fill the spot. But I mean, it's it's actually kind of like uh, I don't want to say a, a a blessing, but it's sort of like, hey, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it it allows our part time relationship allows me to do other stuff and pursue other things that might actually uh, be beneficial as well, which, you know, for example, last, the last tour I did with earth in Europe was very beneficial. And I'm hoping that September still happens too, but you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I love those guys and I, I would love to play with, with David anytime he calls me. Yeah. I really feel, I really feel like we click musically vibe wise. Cause he has that old school metal vibe. And mm-hmm. I'm, I come from, I come from listening to Metallica, Megadeth, uh testament you know i come from listening uh, slayer that's the stuff that i grew grew up listening to which influenced my drumming a lot so playing with him is almost like you know like one brain you know right so, right so that's why you know it, it, it bums me out sometimes to, to be like ah you know i guess i you know he's using other people for other stuff but at the same time i get it a lot of it's just logistics it's about money it's about you know stuff like that and and just who's available who's who's close who's free yada 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 it's not personal you know what i mean mm-hmm. but I, I i always come from the whole band mentality like i, I just want to be in the band you know what i mean like yeah. that's that's how i look at it so <laughs> Oh. I, I I have to say. Well, I was going to say something about Ellison. Oh, is uh, when we saw you in Detroit, you got to play with Baylor. He came up on stage. And he you yeah, know drummed. Um, yeah, that was the the coolest thing in the whole world to see that. Oh, and, and you've had so many experiences playing with Ellison and different experiences well, being that you normally wouldn't have gotten if you had. No, that and that and that's and that's kind of why I'm like, you know what? I don't. I don't want it to sound like I'm not grateful. I actually have nothing but love and respect yeah. for those guys. And, 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 uh, and I appreciate everything that I've ever done. And I still hope that we do more. Cause I just that now I don't know what the fuck's happening with this fucking situation at hand. And, and it's like, who knows? Like with a second wave. And then I, then who knows if Megadeth's going to, you know, if I'm, if, if I if things go the way they're supposed to go, and this Megadeth album is, is as good as everyone's saying it is, and he already and, El, and Mustaine already did a tour, right, a successful tour, 
and this virus thing's over and that album drops, he's not going to have time for anything. That Elson's going to be out touring with Megadeth probably for God knows how long to yeah. make up for all, all the lost time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so to even get my hopes up at all is, is actually kind of like, oh, whatever, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, I, like you said, it's, it was an honor to be able to play with people like John Bush. Frank Bellow. Bumblefoot. Frank Bellow. Bumblefoot. Chris, Pol- Chris Poland. Yeah. yeah. Bum- Bumblefoot. DMC from Run DMC. Yeah. Steve from Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. I mean, dude, the list is, is amazing. It's all metal well, that- dude. You know, I mean, that only counts the musical part of it. There, you're talking about like Michael Olago that you got to meet too. There's, I'm sure, there's tons and tons of other people that you've oh, met yeah. that were, are musically related but don't play. You know, exactly. And I became friends with a lot of these guys. Like one of my really, one of my closest and loving friends that I'm, I'm actually going to call after this conversation to catch up with because I've, I've been meaning to and we haven't had a chance to. Step Howland from Metal Church. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, the drummer, he's amazing. We are like, like talk about like uh, kinship and like brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. We're like, that's like one of my, that's my guy. And and he understands me. And we come from the same thread, the kooky ass fucking drummer. He, we do our thing. We don't give a fuck. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. you love us, love us or hate us, whatever, man. You know, yeah. it, it, it's who we are, you know? Well, well you're, so. you're, you're easy to love, Opus. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I I wish we had more time when last time you came around to hang out. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I I know know you have business to take care of, though. It's always one. That's the thing. That's another thing, too. Like, I'm hoping that one day I don't have to do business. I could just fucking play my drums. Someone set up my shit, break it down. Let me fucking play my shit before I'm decrepit and (laughs) and can't play anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do anything. I don't got to do any business. I'm not going to fucking, uh, you know, go here, go there, and fucking everywhere. Just tell me where to go. Play, you know, pay me and let's play some drums. Just be mm-hmm. the drummer. Exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to when, you know, things get back to some sense of normalcy and tours happen and bands get to go out and, and perform because I... I have been itching for some Dead by Wednesday and... Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I have to say... Um, Watching gonna... watching the videos, your talent on guitar, and you have a really good voice. And oh, thank you. You're you're an amazing acoustic. Oh, dude, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just do what I do, and and I. That's why my nickname is is very fitting. I never I never gave it to myself. It was given to me at a young age. It was actually started off as an insult, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and it just stuck with me. Um, because come to find out it's a very, it's a musical term, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so now that now that's kind of like how I try to present myself. It's like, that's, that's who I am. It's not just about drums. It's about everything. I, I can, I'll pick up any instrument and try to play it. And if I can play it, I'll, I'll write something on it. If I can't play it, then I'll, I'll get frustrated and I'll put it down and I won't, I won't do it again or, or I'll keep trying. But like piano, I try to play. I know a little bit on piano. The the one instrument the, the instruments that I cannot play for some reason that I have a hard time with are wind instruments. Mm. I cannot get my lips to pucker mm. properly. 
My daughter's yell- my daughter's yes. laugh at me when I try to, or actually, yeah. my, all three of my kids laugh at me when I try to play their instruments. Yeah. My son plays. Yeah, it's, sax. Like a, it's like a soft, it's like a soft fart. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. My son exactly. plays yeah. the sax and my daughter plays the flute. So. Oh, it's amazing! It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I tried playing the flute and they just start laughing at me like, Dad, <laughs> just just stop. Just, just stop. yeah, put it know. down. Put it that's, down. That's the that's the thing. I, you know, a bass. I can pick up the bass. I can pick up the guitar. The piano, I can sing, I can play drums, I can write songs, I, you know, all that stuff. I, I'm creative. I like to. I, I went to art school. I, I have an art, uh, you know, a fine arts degree, and, and as far as like art, art stuff. But mm-hmm. when it comes to wind instruments, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I, I suck at blowing. <laughs> so you have like a super nonstop like type of attitude or lifestyle. Like who who do you credit that to? Oh God! Uh, honestly, I I really well actually no you know I guess I can credit some of it to my grandfather. Okay, yeah. he was a workaholic. He died at almost one hundred and three. Wow. Um, he was a doctor. Okay. Um, in in, in World War Two. Wow. All right. And and he. Uh, became a doc, you know, after he got back from the war, he was a doctor for many, many, owned his own practice in New Haven, Connecticut, wow. where, where he would actually do house calls or go to house, go to places. And he would treat any race, color, creed. And a lot of these people didn't even have money. So he would take like, you know, a bag full of apples for, to check them out or, or like whatever they could offer them. Um, and, you know, live through the, the depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really didn't have like a really great role model as far as a father goes. I w- and my father left when I was two. Oh, geez. Uh, he lives in Italy. He lives in he lives in Italy. I was born in Italy, mm, yes. and um, and my mother was single for a long time, and then met a, another a guy. You know, when when I was a little older, and I have a stepfather. He ended up, you know, basically not being good either, mm. and uh, for anybody. So we basically never really had a father. And my grandfather was the closest thing to a real father figure because yeah. we were all old school Italians. I mean, my grandmother it was didn't speak a word of English. She comes from Italy. Yeah. He's he's Italian. Met her in, uh, in Italy at World, you know, in World War Two, And then she came over a couple of years later after they 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 met and married mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, so I would always stay with, because being a single mom, I would always stay with my grandparents after school and basically just whenever, whenever she, she needed help, which was a lot. Yeah. And, um, and while she was going to school and working. And uh, so they were like my, they were more like my parents than my parents. So I'm yeah. basically come from a very old school Italian kind of like um, attitude, which is very work-based. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm also a Capricorn, which is also very work based. Um, and I just it happened naturally. It wasn't something that, you know. I'll tell you, part of it was having my kid. Mm-hmm. Once a once a Ryan came, I I realized that it's either shit or get off the pot. Yep. And you got to really hustle in this business. I already knew you had to hustle in this business to yeah. make it because I was already hustling more than other people. Right. Yeah. But then, but then I even but then when he came when he came, I actually stepped up my game even more. Um, because I knew I had to, and I always equate it to how I was around 1999 when I, when I played Woodstock 99 with my old band Gargantuan yep. Soul. Yep. Um, I was more worried about juggling women and I was more worried about my dick 
mm-hmm. uh, and and not getting caught in drama and stuff like that than I was about my career. And because I thought that I was already going to make it because I was so close with that band mm-hmm. that I didn't think I was like, ah, whatever. I have a manager. Um, you know, he, we're, I'm already doing it. I'm already there. And you kind of get chopped down quickly. You learn quickly that the business is a motherfucker. Yep. And if you, if you don't, you basically sustain your position and work hard and kind of like keep it, keep it snowballing and going. It's very easy to lose all of it, you know. A blink, um, a blink of an eye. Yeah, blink of an eye, and then and then you should coulda shoulda woulda, and you see people, you see people that were underneath you that were coming up slowly, that were underneath that were like you know asking, begging you for gigs and doing something like that. Now, way ahead of you, signing, blowing up, and you're like well, scratching your head, like what, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Yeah. And 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 basically, I always say if I put the time and energy that I put into, uh, you know, worrying about my, my dick and, and juggling, juggling, uh, all that fun time. Because honestly, if you knew me back then, you were a guy that could get away with what I got away with. Most, most guys probably not all would do the same thing just to live life and, and say, Hey, I did, I did all that, mm-hmm. you know, which I did. And, and I, and now it's beyond me or oh, done and over with that whole side of me. Well, and you know, I'm, so, I'm going to say good for you for actually getting beyond that. Cause there's a lot of guys that can't get beyond that and they just keep living oh, yeah. that life and they can't, they can't break that no. cycle. No, it's, it's, it's actually what happened was now I fill a lot of time with work right? and, mm-hmm. or, or something towards a better goal Yeah, uh, or, or towards, towards the goal, towards the main goal. And so, because I'm mad at myself because I'm like, wow, I really need to make up for lost time. And I'm, I'm not getting any younger. And one day I'm going to be dead. So I need to leave a legacy for my son and basically, you know, put a stamp on you know, the, the doubters, the haters. Like, I, I don't care if you like my shit, but know that it's real and know that I'm, that I have, that I do have talent. And here you go, motherfuckers. If you think otherwise, then you look, look at this. Try you try fucking playing Blackbird exactly. and singing it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You do this. You yeah. play fucking. You play Five Magics from Megadeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's always a uh, someone half your age that's that's hung, hungrier and and going uh, harder and faster than you. And people always thought I was a hustler back then. I always say this. There's always been a fire. I started when I was. I booked my first show at age 13. Never looked back. Love it. Never, never once stopped ever. Only book, canceled one tour in my life, and that's when I got really sick a couple of years ago, which I actually completely turned around, and that's part of the reason why I'm also a go the way I am now. Well, because I have a different attitude. Once you're faced with your own mortality, mm. you sort of you sort of step up your game, and you get either you get healthy or you die. Yep. And once you get healthy, you realize, wow, all this shit I I, I want to do, and and you do it. So it's like. The whole attitude has changed to a 360, and now all I was a go-getter turned into a monster. <laughs> Does it drive your uh, girlfriend crazy? You know, she, she no, she she actually she she likes it a little bit. She just she's a supporter of the, of everything, and Aww. that's why I'm with her. If yeah. she wasn't, I, I wouldn't be with her. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, I guess, gets, I guess I guess you're lucked out then. I mean, she gets annoyed when when it's like. Oh yeah, I'll be right in at seven thirty, and I come in at eleven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I think right. that's, that's, I think that's, that's a little. I think that's kind of what I meant. That's a little annoying, and my son gets pissed too, because the phone's always, you know, in my in my hand. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm not 
doing something, I'm thinking of something to do that is possible that I'm trying to sell or, or make happen or talk to someone about, or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm always thinking ahead, which is a, a, a blessing and a curse, you know? Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I was going to ask you because you, you, um, have so many influences. How did you narrow down the songs that you wanted to pick to cover? Basically the songs that I, I, that either I, used to play when I would play out with my acoustics project and already knew that I sounded pretty good at like rooster mm -hmm. and some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then ones that I just liked that I wanted to learn, I always wanted to learn and never had time to do. So now with all this extra time, I'm able to, to like do things like that. And, but, but the thing is, is that I also w won't do something that's not in my range. Like, if like, like I try to find songs that I think, I can do mm -hmm. justice with gotcha. if a song isn't going to, if, if, if my voice isn't going to work for a song, I won't do it. I won't cover it because it's like, it's pointless. You yeah, just, right. You're struggling to be, to sound, you know, decent when you could just pick one that actually works for your, for your style or voice, right, you know, right. everybody has their limits. Right. So that's pretty much, I mean, and as far as like, as far as like uh, band stuff goes, as far as like playing out and stuff like that, like, like what you guys are saying, I don't know when the fuck this shit's going to be normal again. Yeah. Amen and to that. and I, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, man, it's going to fucking blow up when it happens and everyone's going to want to go to shows and all that stuff. You know, I'm a little more optimistic, to be honest with you. I feel like that, yes, people are going to want to be hungry to go out and stuff like that. But even myself, like they're talking about a, a soft opening like May twentieth around here. Yes. Yo, I'll 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 be damned if I'm gonna be running out May twentieth and going to the gym or going to the fucking to any. I'm gonna be sitting in the sidelines, like looking out the window for at least two to three weeks, if not longer, making sure that the shit is is, is legit. You know, yeah. before we do anything. And even then, dude, like I just feel like a lot of these people are hopeful, and it's great, and I wanted to be back to normal, but I think life is going to change forever. And it, it sucks. It sucks to say that because then fear wins, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not big on, on, on that shit. And I also truly feel, I truly feel no matter what anyone says, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I will say there's definitely more to this that meets the eye. No doubt in my mind. We just don't know it yet. And the truth will come out eventually someday. Oh yeah. And or at least partial truth will come out someday, just like every other fucking thing in history. Yeah. So what's but, what, but, what's your conspiracy theory on this then? I, I, there's really not one. I just feel like it's based it's just, off just of like a gut feeling. Yeah. It, well, it's based off of power, control, money, like everything else. And like I true, I do feel like they they want to be able to track us every. They already do. First of all, yeah. mm -hmm. they already do. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. My my girl's brother literally is named Alex. Alex Spinelli. Look him up. He is responsible for. He's one of the main guys who made Alexa. Awesome. All right. Okay. He tells us every family visit when people bring this conversation up and laughs at everybody and says they've been tracking you for years. There's nothing you could do about it, they, and that's it. And it's already been, it's already happening. It's already done. Well, that kind of goes on that same guise of uh, people are scared of their identity being stolen. Well, what I've heard is your identity is already stolen. It's just a matter of time before somebody buys it, basically, and takes it. Yeah, either buys it or 
or if you're even worth it because right. you're because you're because you don't have shit or you're not that you're not that important right or you know what i mean exactly so but but basically he's like straight out was like listen you're you know the iPhone you have already listens to you. You already already markets to you. Yep. It's we know everything you're doing. There's no privacy. Like you, even when you're jerking off, someone is listening to you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like so. So if you just live your life knowing that, then you're better off and just ignore it and just like I, I don't make any qualms about who I am or what I do. I am the furthest thing from a uh, uh, corporate. Like I am. I, Definitely more of a renegade rebel. Like if I could take my money out of the bank completely, I would. If I could not use oil, I would. If I could not use gas, I would. But I'm a slave to, you know, the world. I'm a slave to what yeah. we have to do. I'm a musician. I mean, I have to tour. I have exactly. to, I have to, you know, do things like use a cell phone. I have to fucking do these things. You know, I know that it's not, that, that it's not good for you. There's definitely some sort of radiation coming out of it. It's, it's, it's maybe it's not causing all this 5G bullshit. But it's definitely there's an increase in cancer in our world all of a sudden. Yeah, that's so true. It, it, it can't be good for you. So you know what I mean? Like, like kids are got autism all the time. You know, all all all, all these kids are fucking got these problems. The attention at this the ADD and OCD and like like every fucking DD everything you could possibly think of. And they they're giving hand over foot pills. And like, what do you think is causing it? They're staring at a little screen. Their fucking brains are fucking. Their eyes. Their brains are getting fucking mush from doing all this shit constantly and it's just getting worse and worse and more addicted my kid's addicted to it my kid's fucking he's six years old and all he wants to do we get i get so angry about it but then i'm a hypocrite mm. because i'm on the fucking thing all the time yeah you know I'm, that's my that's why I, I don't i don't i don't vote i don't believe in voting that's a whole nother topic people get pissed at me they're like well if you don't vote you don't have a you don't have a voice you well fuck voice you anyway I, Right. I fuck you. I do have a voice, mm. and I have a I have a platform to spread to to share my voice, which is my music, and, and which is even more powerful than than what you're doing. Yep. And 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 that's the thing. It's like I feel like one of the lines in one of the lines in our song "Dead by uh, uh, Pawns" from Dead by Wednesday mm. is mm-hmm. they need us more than we need them, right? And people don't realize that it's supposed to be we the people, and we the people means not. The elite one percent rich fucking corrupt cocksuckers, exactly. right? Exactly. It, it's the ninety nine percent that's supposed to be united, and instead, what happens is they fucking divide us and distract us on purpose with the whole fucking voting system that supposedly is supposed to help our democracy, but all it does is keep us arguing because left and right can't decide one fucking thing for each other and or agree on anything or even agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's now it's just a pissing match and a fuck you back and forth and never get anything done like a like a fucking like a like a like a, a, a fucking gerbil in a cage on a on a fucking spinning wheel and the definition of insanity which is doing the same thing over and over again and never getting a result that's what they're doing to us while they sit there and do whatever the fuck they want to do and pass laws and restrictions and, and against our rights and fucking and it goes on and on and on I can sit there for hours talking about this shit yeah. but. But it's the truth, and that's what's happening. And people are so comfortable. And the and I say this because I feel bad because like, oh, you know, what are you doing then? Well, only thing I can do is what I, I know I have control over, and that's my music. Right. Uh, other otherwise, I'm I'm not doing shit, and I feel bad about it because I'd love to start a revolution. I would love to be able to get everyone together, but no one there. 
they're complacent in comfortability. Yep. They want, dude, the, the, the next generation, is, they're not going to be fighters. No. They're going to be lighting up for the next 5G, the hottest, fastest fucking network to put in my, put it, please put it in my arm. I want it. You know, we've become, they're gonna market, we've become, they want mar- they're going to market it where they're going to, they're going to want that shit. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what I mean? They're already starting. Oh, yeah. It's already oh, yeah. started. I yeah. just saw the video the other day of oh, they were putting chips in uh, employees' hands. Listen, take all the fucking bullshit religion out of it. Take a, take all out of it. If you want to believe in God, it's your choice. I believe in my own great spirit, my own creator. I believe in my own stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Take take all the religion. Take all the religion out of it. Take all the race out of it. Right. Yeah. Take all that shit out of it. It's just a bunch of fucking greedy, evil talk suckers yep right yeah i agree that that need to be straightened the fuck out yep yeah the one percent do truly control the world they do yeah i mean it's any, not the any, president they're all yeah. the president is the same it's not them first of all they're the puppet they're the just they're different people with different faces and they're to, for that for us to be distracted over arguing over right mm-hmm. it's not they're all the same to me and in fact people get even more pissed when i say listen trump is no different than obama to me Obama is no different than Clinton. Clinton is no different than Reagan, no different than Bush. They're all the same fucking shit. And it's just a different face and that's it. And they have they don't they don't pull the strings. It's the people with the money that behind the scenes, yes. the Roth, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Bill Gates, um, you know, all those fucking guys, you know? Yeah, that's bas- basically my reasoning behind not wanting to vote or not voting is I get yelled at all the time about it too. Basically, you know, whoever they want to be in office, they're gonna move shit around and make it so that person is in exactly. office, no matter what you're, we do. It, it doesn't. Your vote does not count. And they're like, "Oh, it does." Maybe on a local level, maybe. But when it comes to the president, not only is it rigged, but it's become like a sports team mentality. Yeah. We're like, my guy's better than your guy, and you know, even like even religion, my God is better than your God. Well, wait a minute. If there is a God, there probably is only one. Yes. So what fucking difference is it? And it's the same story you guys are telling in different ways right. and you're fighting yeah. over it. So it's the same. So you know how powerful we'd be if the blue and the red and everyone in between got together and started agreeing on things and doing things as a, as a united nation, a group, right. compared to letting them get away with murder while we just sit here and bicker on Facebook about bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it'll never happen. No. It's, and it's sad. It's so it's and part of it is just using common sense. It's just you know tolerating each other's opinions, right? And 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 using compassion, a little bit of compassion, and and I and maybe decisions and ideas and and uh, thought processing, and you know maybe educating a little more, and you know just there's like you know the, the extremists in anything are the ones that are ruining this country. So yes. extremists in religion, extremists in politics, extremists in any sort of like even even things like feminism. I mean like any extremism ism is yes, you had to fight to get free like 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 slavery, mm-hmm. but if you become an extremist in any realm whatsoever, even extreme uh fucking anything that's what's wrong it's like it's like they believe that their own their own shit is the only way and there's no other possibilities and when you start thinking that way you don't want to hear 
that there might be another way that someone else feels might be their way. And you have to be able to be flexible and understand that to be able to relate to people yes. on, a, on a larger level, which is more spiritual and less flesh and bone. Yes. Uh, too many people think in black and white and there, there's not enough people that think in the gray area. Right. Well, we all think of, if you think about this, we all bleed the same color, right? Mm-hmm. If you cut open a black person or a white person and we bleed red, yeah. right. right? We have to eat to survive. We don't eat. We die. We have to all shit out of the same asshole. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And, 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 it, and the only things that you have certain, you have to breathe the same air. We all breathe the same air. There's no special air for someone who's different than you. Right. right? And one day we will all die. Yes. So how are we different in any way? And if anything, this virus has proven that we are all connected a hundred thousand percent. Because if one of us go down, we all go down. No matter who the fuck you are, what color you are, or anything. Yeah, this this virus definitely does not target just one gender, one race, or one type of person. It targets everybody. And we're and and and, and this thing. If we're all if we what if we get better, we all get better. Yep. If we all if we go if we get worse, we all get worse. Yep. So it proves that we are connected even around the world, never mind in just in America. You know what I mean? Exactly. But yeah, and that's and that's kind of where I where where I'm, you know, how I kind of how I kind of relate and and think of things, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a renegade, a little bit of a, a rebel. I don't I don't like to like with, like the whole voting thing. Like I I look at it like the what what needs to happen, which will never happen. Right. And this is and this is something that I've always said to people, and they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Can you imagine if the entire country didn't vote, okay, and we left them powerless, and we went and we went on a nationwide strike against the one percent. So we stop basically functioning as people like they're doing to us now, but on our own terms, and we don't give them what they want. Can you imagine if we actually did that, what kind of fucking shit would happen? It's the opposite effect. Like, you you know, yeah. they want us to do. So you don't vote. You don't you don't fucking give you don't give them anything. So what are they going to do? They're not going to they can't put themselves in power. They have to they have to basically and if that's the case, that's a dictatorship. So now. They need us more than we need them. So we don't do any shit. Any shit. We don't want to strike. We don't do shit. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, they got no power. We took the power back. Yeah. That'll never happen, unfortunately. Yeah, I was going to say, no. too bad it'll never people happen. Are, <laughs> yeah. People are too like, oh, Trump, Trump. Oh, I'm fucking patriot. Oh, you know, this. No, fuck that. You know, this and that. Guess, fuck him. And so it's like, it's just, again, back to that extremism. Like, why can't we just say, well, what's best for all of us mm-hmm. who cares if you're right or wrong right right you know yeah, what i mean not, yeah it's not about being right or wrong it's about doing what's yeah, right like, for like native, native americans always said the left bird the left wing and the right wing belong to the same bird yep that is true that's that's the truth <laughs> that's more of my spirituality that's more of my spirituality yeah you I know like I think that, more people need to learn how to compromise too yeah it's it's not that's always it's not always about you know you know, I'm right. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm right. It's you know, come to a fucking compromise. Work yeah. things out. And people just yeah. don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. No, it, it's just like it's my way or the highway. Yeah. Exactly. Selfishness. Yeah. All right, man. We're not going to keep you on here forever. I know you got a bunch of packing still left to do. Uh, where's the best place for people to go if they want to find the merchandise? Uh, if they want to download your songs for the uh, 
the Corona covers. For Dead by Wednesday, we have all social media that you would think of having. Like, for example, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We have our own website, uh, deadbywednesday.com, which also I have to actually update that too. But um, and, and YouTube, our YouTube is a little different. It's uh, DBWTV, which is, uh, you know, obviously Dead by, stands for Dead by Wednesday, DBWTV uh, on YouTube. But for my solo, and, and also all the, the Dead by Wednesday merch and even some hard copy CDs, as well as all the digital, obviously can be found on the big the bigger platforms. But I suggest using our Bandcamp link because that goes directly to the band. So Bandcamp.com, search Dead by Wednesday, all the merchandise is on there, and music, stuff like this stuff too. Um, or you can go to the, you know, obviously iTunes and Apple and all that stuff and, and do it there too. Um, Spotify, yada, yada. But I would suggest if you want to support the band, go to bandcamp.com and get it there. Cause you actually, actually make some money that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for like, especially now that we can't go out and tour and sell stuff on the road, that's right. what we've been doing a lot of, but for my solo stuff, um, I have, I have a couple hard copies of the older CD that's up there. But um, most of my stuff, especially the the new album, is all digital. And then also, uh, I do have some other stuff up there as well. But that's for 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 um, my solo stuff. Everything is pretty much under Opus the Dopest. So it's O P U S T H E Dopest D O P E S T. That was name was given to me by my old singer from G Soul, Chris Keys. Okay. And uh, and so like you know YouTube. I have a page, but that's Mr. Opus, the dopest music. Uh, all my playthroughs are up there. My solo, my solo stuff and my drum stuff, Mr. Opus, the dopest music on YouTube. And then all the social media is just Opus, the dopest. You have, you know, the Facebook, you have the Instagram, the uh, Twitter, all that crap. So if you want to just go to any of those places to find me or just Google Opus and I should pop up somewhere. Awesome. I'm like Beetlejuice. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's a good one. I have re- I have really 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 enjoyed talking to you as always. I uh, hope you and your family continue to stay safe and. You too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I have another. I got another um, acoustic song we're already recorded and ready to drop next week. Just gonna do the video on that one. Uh, I'm getting ready to do to to prepare another drum playthrough. Um, I've also been playing on other people's songs too. Like I played on this buddy, my buddy's track, uh, Mike Z from Air One Productions. He he put out Death of the, he put out Death of the Rockstar album for me. He has a, he used to play in Hundred Demons. He has a little project that he's starting solo, and I um, Zeus recorded it, and uh, I played drums on that track, and that that just came out. So I've been keeping myself as busy as possible, you know. Well, thank you, thank you, dear friend, and uh, we're we'll uh, we'll uh, see you. I know in my heart. Yes. When, well, hopefully uh, oh, yeah. soon yeah. hopefully soon but you know we, we don't want to push anything right on man all right well take care buddy yeah Stay all safe. right thank you very much take thank care you. man thank yep. you thank bye 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 it's time for a special session we call ask the experts we call up our friends and family and get their take on things we talked about during this interview enjoy yeah yo what's up buddy <laughs> what you doing hand? well i have a question for you okay i have an i have an answer maybe 
You will. You'll have an answer. All right. Have you ever thought of running for uh, president? And if you did and you won, what would be the first thing you'd change? I don't know. What? Why? Just tell us. Come on. Come on. Tell us. Tell us. All right. I guess first off, have you ever thought about running yeah, for president? Or would you? No. <laughs> so what would you change if you did run for president and won? If I was president, I would make sure the whole country was out of debt for one. And number two, I would stop buying shit from China. I like that too. Sounds to me. And like- then, then I would kill all the Democrats because they're all assholes <laughs> anyway. Would you make weed legal all across the nation? Hell yeah. Woo! <laughs> what about the drinking age? Would you lower it to 18? No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I would. No? No, you wouldn't. I would probably rate it to 25. Anthony, I'd vote for you. 100%. You got my vote. You got, you my, got vote. my vote already. <laughs> you might as well run for office. So Anthony. what's the deal? <laughs> Anthony for president. Anthony for president. There we go. Oh, God. We're going to start campaigning kill. for your ass. You're going to be on our next podcast. <laughs> For our ask the expert because we we consider you an expert in all. Are you serious? You're recording this? Yeah. Well, every question depends on what's uh, what happens in the episode. So he gets very political in this one. So I wanted to ask a political. We wanted to ask a political question. Yeah, and we figured you were an expert, so that's why we called you. Plus, we love you. So. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I am. Send me a. I'll tag a you. A video. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, we got you. We got you. Okay. You Bye. Right. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. So look out, um, keep keep on the lookout for uh Opus Lawrence from Dead by Wednesday. And we like what you have to say and you have our vote. So I think you should run for president. If you would have told me you were doing it on a podcast, I would have been more serious. Nope, the whole point is for it to not be right. serious. No, buddy. no, we don't want you to be serious. Hell no. We're not even serious most of the time. Can I love you guys? Is this September yet? I know, man. I fucking want it to be so bad. I'm so over this shit. I got bottled bottle of crown. I need to blow it out. (laughs) (laughs) One per day. One for Friday. One for Saturday. One for Sunday. You are living on the edge of that shit, my man. I know, right? You you need to call Bubba and do do that. I know. He's going to be our next victim. He's going to be one of our victims anyway. We'll figure it out. And here's another one you could probably call. Who? Greg Snyder. Oh. I don't know Greg. You don't know Greg? Mm-mm. No. He lives up in Jackson, Lansing. Oh, really? Well, I don't know everybody that lives in Michigan. 
Well, apparently you do, right? He's at he's at he's he's in our shit show. Is he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to uh, message him. Cause I got a picture with you, him, and me. Oh. Wow. Well, shit. I think it was me and her, and he was trying to bite my ear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to call Kevin too. We need to ask Kevin. There's very uh, few people. We how about Tina? <laughs> Hmm. Oh, Gina? I don't know. No, Tina. Oh, Tina. Yeah, Tina. We need to get a hold of her. Yeah, she'd be a good one to ask on that one. And call it the Shit Show Series. <laughs> <laughs> the Shit Show for President. Shit there you go. President. Well, I every like question that. depends on what's uh, what happens in the episode. So he gets very political in this one. So I wanted to ask a political. We wanted to ask. Today. I'm watching TV and doing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, we did two interviews today. Who'd you do? Uh, oh, you'd love this band. They are called, all right, get this Dead Animal Assembly Plant. I don't know, but I like the one you guys did on Dr. Um, oh, Dr. Dr. Nerve. Dr. Nerve. That, that guy was awesome. I know. Wasn't he awesome? <laughs> His, yeah, that was a fun interview. Well, I gotta say his music is very, very out there, but yeah, he was a good, he was a good guy. Yeah, he was fun. He, you need to do the second version that that because you were talking about that. Oh, there's there's seriously a lot of stuff that we never even got to. Yeah, we have yeah we have to interview him again because there's a lot of stuff we didn't talk about. Where is he from anyway? Ah, uh, he's in shit. New York. Yeah, they're from New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, we're just we're just we did some interviews and and um. Now. The, yeah, I got that done last night and I finished this one today. Let me, let me before you do that one. Thought let me know when when that one coming out. I'm gonna put it out in like the next twenty minutes. Oh, on the on that podcast, yeah, I gotta chop up what we're talking about right now and yeah. throw it at the end of the episode, and then I'll upload it. It'll be at the end. We'll probably be like okay, half an hour. Yeah. hour. Are you gonna? Okay, send me send me a link. 